Love Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Who was this douchebag that did this? I mean, 
Zachary Mazden from Lincoln, Nebraska. And he left some very cryptic statuses, you know, towards Vince McMahon and the talent. That's fine. He won't get a job, but after what this guy did, I think he should be put, because his lawyer had the nerve to say, well, he doesn't have the funds to uh, give $1,500. Give me a fucking break. You've got to be kidding me. $1,500 for that piece of shit? So what happens if, it is, if it's Conor McGregor or any other athlete? Let me ask that question. $1,500 for the, the um, security guard who was being a douche nozzle. Thaddeus, whatever. Where were you? Okay, so he injured the security guard. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Bret Hart has had a stroke, and he's had cancer. And you're going to sit there and not do a damn thing, but stare like knots on a log and let somebody go to all the way to the ring. That's, got, that's, that's unacceptable, man. Totally. I mean, I, like I said, I don't know who the... I mean, whoever you are, you douchebag. I mean, you first of all, you had no right... Secondly, you should be banned from any future WWE event. I don't care where it is, where you are. You, oh, I, I, I tell you, I, I mean, I get, you know, I get a little upset and things, but I mean, I don't go over the limit of like um, jumping Rushing a wrestler, especially. You know, especially something like that. I mean, good Lord, I know better. I mean, but whoever you are, you you not so nice person. And, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to be very ladylike here, but I tell you, what an – and, yes, I, Granny is going to cuss today. What an ass you are. I mean, what, you just wanted your 15 seconds of fame? You thought you'd be famous by taking out Bret Hart? Well, my friend – you're lucky to even be alive when I saw who got in the ring to stop you. I mean, you're lucky. You're lucky to even be. You were lucky to be walking alive out of that building. Bret Hart, Granny. He remained professional. He didn't. He didn't mention him, you know, because Bret's old school, and. I know it shouldn't be the focus because WrestleMania 35, Granny, oh, what an event. It was so was much amazing. fun. 82,000 82, people crowned that arena from start to finish. I mean, what an amazing pre-show. What an amazing everything. I mean, I don't care what people say. Well, you know, some people still bitch and complain you can go fuck yourself. You don't think that pro wrestling had a good time in, in New York? Pancakes and pile drivers. Wrestling Revolver, Ring of Honor, G1 Supercard. <clears throat> I don't care who you are. Wrestling is wrestling. And to me, folks, that is, it's it's like paradise for wrestling fans here. Because we had House, well, okay, the House of Glory up in Queens. We had everything going on in the weekend, Granny. It was so much fun. I got to meet Lita again at WrestleCon. <clears throat> She's such a sweetheart. She goes, so are we, before I take the picture, she goes, so are we going to cuddle? And I'm going to, you know, and I, said, oh. and, she goes, and I said, oh, oh, okay. You mean hug. She's like, I'm going to bring it in. Because it's been cold here the last, you know, up and down weather in New York. That's spring for you. It, it comes and it goes. And I met Trish Stratus. She's a very friendly lady. Embarrassingly enough, you know, stuff fell out of my wallet while I was trying to get my money out for the, um, the autograph. And she goes, you going to put it away? You know, she's talking about my 8x10. And I said, I have a plastic sleeve. And she goes, oh, man with a plan. I like it. <laughs> you know, 
They, I love those two. They're so, you know, I, and um, speaking of the women, Granny, this idiot, he, I read his tweet. I went out, I actually snooped. I'm sorry, my bad. I, I had to do some digging on this psychopath, you know. Nikki Cross is crazy, but this man, holy shit, he takes the cake, folks, on Psycho. He was tweeting at people like Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. He's like, you three jokers, blah, 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 better watch out. And I'm like, you're a skinny nobody from Lincoln, Nebraska. Who gives a flying fuck about you? Two, he said something about the women's movement, or what, not women. He said that the women should not be main eventing WrestleMania. I was like, are you nuts? What are you? you know a, how long? Are you are you, are you a racist against women or something there, dude? Because I'll tell you, right now, lately the women are just—I mean, it that's all done. WWE is talking about—is the women right now. I mean, my goodness, we had our first women's Royal Rumble. We had Evolution. I mean, we had—I mean, gosh, I could go on and on what the women have done lately in WWE. Mister, you're lucky that Granny Hulkster was not there in attendance because I tell you, I guarantee you if I had been the there and if you would have come in my direction and said something like that about the women of WWE, I'm sorry, whatever your name is, I would have put you in your place. I might have slapped the fire out of your mouth. Basically... He also tweeted Vince. I'm like, okay, Vince is the overall city of booking, so <coughs> overseer. So, you know, he does what's best for his business. And the women are what is, you know, shining right now. So why wouldn't you follow suit? Well, you know, David you... and Anthony and I, David and Anthony and I went to Dave and Buster's in Rogers, Arkansas. Uh, Dusty Gold put on a WrestleMania watch party, and we went up there and watched WrestleMania. Had a fun time, fun night, you know, got to hang with friends, you know, just a good time. I mean, and a good WrestleMania. I was was so happy that Brock Lesnar did not retain the championship belt. That made Granny, I mean, I was like, yes, I was so happy. I mean, I was like, woo, you know. I was doing my little happy dance, you know, and Danny, the whole stadium erupted as if the Jets scored a touchdown. Let me tell you, because like, oh, I me, know, I know. Me the... I mean, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, boy, I tell you, what few people was in Dave and Buster's watching WrestleMania. I mean, I thought they were going to cave the roof in themselves there. I mean, it got very loud and very vocal. I mean, we were like, woo you know, and we were a bunch of happy people. I tell you, Granny, it was an electric atmosphere from start to finish. The, you know, starting bell, <coughs> you know, Tony Neese, the hometown boy in Long Island, won the Cruiserweight Championship from Buddy Murphy. Can you believe it, Granny? The streak is over for Kurt Hawkins. I know. I I was so impressed. I was like, wow. I couldn't believe it. He actually won. I was like, yes. Yeah. You know, know, I'm trying to entertain the pigeons, I guess, because it's really cold out here in New York. Let me, um, 
and you can hear trains in the background, hence my nickname, B-Train. Anyways, folks, there's 82,000 people at MetLife. That was um, like 4,000 more than Mania 29. So if that tells you anything, my people, let me understand this right. 82,000 people clogged MetLife Stadium. Not only clogged, but they made noise. They were chanting Kofi Mania. And and I was so happy, Granny. You know, Becky surprised Rhonda. She... She's basically the underdog of this whole thing. And uh, I got to say, you know, not only those matches, but what meant the world to us was the fact that they actually gave the fans a WrestleMania for this generation to remember. Yes, definitely. The Dr. Thugonomics, holy shit. You know, I, I can't think the last time I, I saw a WrestleMania that made me happy. Wait. But, you know, every many has their ups and downs, so I just go over that and enjoy. But um, I got to say, Granny, the one thing that uh, made me happy was that after the event was over and it was all said and done, I mean, it just, it felt so surreal to hear WrestleMania, clap, 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 clap. You don't hear that that often, um, especially after WrestleMania, because... Well, hello, Seagulls. How are you? Nice to see you, too. Anyways, you don't hear that that often as you go after a WrestleMania event. Usually you hear, man, the show is horrible. I don't want, I want my money back. You didn't hear any of that. Well, maybe some people, but who cares about them? Well, there was one guy that posted a picture on Facebook. that I, you, I, It's kind of funny you brought that up. Apparently, where he was sitting at, there was this... Yeah. Post or something like blocking the majority of his view, and he was demanding like his money back and blah 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 and f u WWE and I didn't read the whole post because he was just being really ignorant. But you know, it's like I told my son. I said, okay, first of all, when you order your tickets, okay, you you know you, you know buy your tickets sitting, online. You know where you're sitting at. You know, you know, you see where your seat is. So it's like, you know, he's demanding free tickets to another WrestleMania, blah, 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 blah. Okay, dude, you knew where your seat was. You knew what, I mean, what the layout was. I mean, I would think that it, would it not show if there was some sort of, Post or some sort of something well, blocking the view what hap- from where he was sitting. What happens is, what happens, Granny, is like there's a layout of MetLife Stadium. You can even go to the ticket office if you want to be. If he's complaining and bitching about where he was sitting, then you know what? Who cares, dude? It was a good show. Like I don't understand people. They find something to gripe at. There's always gonna be that one rotten apple. You know, just be like, okay, well, I didn't enjoy the show, so therefore he's he's gonna pick at the at the post. Well, then move, dude, because I'm pretty sure there's a crap ton of people leaving because they heard a miss that the coach buses or whatever bus you took to the stadium or whatever form of transportation wasn't gonna find their way in. So if you want to complain about a stinking post being in your way, then here's a thought: exchange the ticket. With another ticket, if you can, the month or two months before the event. I mean, come on, dude. I've been to eight manias. How you know? How can you 
how can you not know where you're sitting? Why don't you vote on the post? It didn't have a layout of the stadium. Bullshit. You want to gripe about it on Facebook? Man, alive, dude. Granny, there's too much to be in this world to be thankful for, especially, you know, the fact that Monday Night Raw, the night after, folks, the night after Mania at Barclays Center, which I was not in attendance, but I did happen to catch the replay on Hulu. Um, Let me just explain this to you. It feels like pro wrestling again is be is you know make wrestling good again. No, it's starting to become great again. Do you know why? Because all this AEW talk is making the product better. And by the way, Granny, I have something. They may have cut this off. I don't know if they did on the Hall of Fame. Did you hear Triple H mention AEW briefly? Because <laughs> Billy I Dunn. I I didn't hear that. No, I mean I know it probably. I'm sure well, it got cut off. On the revised version that they showed after Monday Night Raw last night, but well, basically, Granny, what was said was there's some fans chanting AE Dubs, AE Dubs like ECW, right? So mm-hmm. Triple H says, you know what's funny is you guys, it goes outright in one or two years, that company is going to be owned by Vince, which is true because okay, let's look at TNA, where they, you know, they're still around with Impact Wrestling and mad respect to all the people that help run it. Um, but here's my thing. Connor's right because look at all the, you know, look at all the names in professional wrestling that's there. You got Cody Rhodes, you got Omega, you've got the Young Bucks. You've got several names. Yeah, how many, how many times I got to tell you, if you pay the wrestler's insurance, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. They have dental, they have auto, that's not a bad thing. But they are independent contractors. How are you going to pay for their insurance every year? Hunter's got a, a very valid point. For those of people, you know, that chanted that, Granny, they said catcalling or heckling will not be allowed. You will be ejected from the arena. That's the very first thing they say at Hall of Fame. So, I mean, why? Okay, there's one guy that ran in the ring, so then you had hecklers. So it's like I'm kind of embarrassed, but I'm also glad that, you know, I had fun. Honky Tonk, um, Harlem Heat, Tori Wilson, which she, I think, was nervous, but can you blame her, her dad, you know? And, um it was interesting to see Harlem Heat up there, Granny, because I know as a kid, when I was six years old, I saw them with Sensational Sherry a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um, China, the induction of D-Generation X, I about, I about lost my shit, dude, because they had, they had so many funny moments, like especially the pictures that were being shown. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> of the, yes, that was... That was fun. Um, so, you know, other than the mishaps, other than the negative stuff, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, a few of my friends, Granny, went to G1 Supercard. They had Jushin Liger uh, versus uh, Tajiri. Um, Enzo and Cass showed up at the event. Can you believe that? Oh, wow. And they took shots at the Briscoe brothers. And there was like, oh, Enzo and Cass jumped the fucking railing. I said... It's the work. Most of what we do in the sport of professional wrestling is a work. And if they were not allowed, then they wouldn't be allowed to hit Gerald, you know, Briscoe and all that. And then security came afterwards. At least the security in the garden worked better than the fucking security in Barclays. I swear to God. And I'm just going to say it. If you let somebody run up to the ring, you're a fucking piece of shit. Every one of those security guards should be fired, in my opinion. Because how the hell are you going to let someone run up to the ring and then his bail bond is $1,500? Are you fucking kidding me? Wow. So professional I mean, wrestlers what if, really don't you know, matter to and, you. And 
you know, and I know you could have what if or, you know, but what if Bret Hart would have seriously got injured from that person? You know, I'm sorry. What if he what if he would have collapsed in the ring, had another heart attack and passed away right there in front of Natalia? In front of his niece. I mean, you know, what kind of, I mean, what is he thinking, dude? I mean, have you ever not had a family member who's had heart problems? I mean, come on, dude. I don't know what you were thinking, but, oh, I tell you, oh, my goodness. I was just absolute livid when I, when I, when I heard about that. I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Because I messaged, I messaged uh, Kurt while he was on his way to CEW. And, you know, Kurt and I are like brothers, and I told him, he goes, what a fucking dumbass. I said, oh, yeah, he got his comeuppance, all right. He got an uppercut from Dash, you know, as, as he was exiting the ring. And I said, as he should, because you decide to cross the barrier <coughs> as a fan, you know, and, and, and you have your rowdy fans. Granny's a rowdy fan, but she never crosses the barrier. She never jumps in the ring, you know, or she never acts a fool. To me, like, I don't think it should, try, you know, be the whole discussion, but I I know some people, Granny, that work at Barclays. They are the fucking worst. And here, to tell you the truth, folks, it's it's a reflection on, you know, when I lost my phone last year at SummerSlam, some guy took my phone, and if it wasn't for my aunt giving this idiot $60 to give me back my phone, he would have kept it. He would have cleared everything off my phone and sold it. So he's like, well, I was trying to get on the Instagram, blah, 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 so I could message you that uh, you lost your phone. But then I realized, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, dude, your, your story just keeps going round and round in circles. And I, you know, for Barclays Security not to notice him rushing the ring, where the fuck are you? Where the fuck were you? Like, do you realize that you put... A wrestler's life in jeopardy, and if you're laughing about this, you are you guys are sick. Like, how can you be that heartless? Like, to me, Granny, my concern was, is Natty going to be safe? Is Brett going to be safe? Really? I mean, my gosh. I mean, because she got knocked down to the mat. He got knocked down to the mat. And, you know, do you like, think it's just hilarious they, what you did? I think it's ridiculous how, okay, the NYPD came in, and then Finley got on the microphone and said, I have no intention of letting that asshole back anywhere near a wrestling ring because I will beat his fucking ass. And of course, they cut that out, folks, because they don't want the WWE to be known to be a violent place, you know, in that regard. But it's not going to ruin my weekend, no. It's not going to ruin my experience of WrestleMania, but Jesus Christ. He, there's a picture of this guy, Granny, with um, Joker face paint on, and he was bare-chested, and he's hanging upside down outside of a boxing ring. And I was like, um, gee, I don't know really what to say to this kid. If you were intoxicated, you still don't have any excuse. But um, on behalf of the pro wrestling community, we would like to say screw you. Don't ever come near a ring because you will get beat the fuck out of. And even if you decide to start training in professional wrestling, which is least likely because you'll still be in jail, trust me, there's no way your bond's gonna, you're going to get bonded out $1,500. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, folks, 
this weekend had some, you know, minor mishaps, you know. It was fun. I'm not going to just dwell on, on the negative. I am going to actually say I had a damn good time, Granny, and I'm not going to focus on what that asshole did. Because to me, as someone who has been on the other spectrum and as a friend of many people who have been on the other side of the fence, it's nerve-wracking because you don't know who's going to rush the ring. That's why as a performer now you're going to be on a swivel because of what happened to Brett. You should always be on the swivel. But could you prevent that? Could that have been prevented? Yes. Um, a lot of people on Instagram are asking me, how did I react? I said, well, I just, this instinct tells me if he was coming up to my I'd punch the fuck out of him. Because the whole crowd was chanting, beat his ass, beat his ass. <clears throat> I agree. I agree with that chant because, dude, it was the talk of the night, and it should not have been. <clears throat> yeah, the whole thing was kind of, it was kind of lackluster just a little bit, but you know what, Granny? I... I'm going to focus on this, you know, it's interesting to me how um, Booker T, you know, it was Stevie Ray who said in his beginning of his speech, he said we were supposed to be called the Ebony Experience. <laughs> and and at that point, I, I was sitting there thinking, hmm, interesting, Ebony Experience. Imagine if that would have been the, the team being inducted into the Hall of Fame. That would have been funny as hell. But, uh, you know, Granny, history is also made with Kofi Kingston um, being the first African-American to be WWE champion. I think that was, was a huge deal, folks. Um, it meant the world to a lot of people. I don't know if you saw clips of Shad, um, and I know he's not your favorite, but there are clips of Shad and MVP. Uh, at a bar crying about, you know, just a little tears because it was a, such a, you know, a surreal moment for Kofi. And I didn't know, you know, Granny, I at first thought Big E had some Easter breakfast for some of us. So I was kind of disappointed <laughs> that uh, we didn't get to get some breakfast from, from Big E. But uh, it was in there. Really? I mean, you know. Yeah. I was like, give us some breakfast, damn it, shoot it, you know. Just shoot it at people's faces, you know, the ones that were bitching. Him. Oh, Granny, the funniest thing at NXT, you take over New York, there's a spotlight that shines on the nosebleed, right? So there's this group saying, turn it off, turn this light off. And then they finally take it off of the uh, nosebleed, and you hear, <clears throat> you deserve it. And it was great. The whole entire lower section looked up, and we were just having a damn good time. Um, I tell you, Granny, I bumped into some of these people by accident. I happened to cross paths with Carmella. I happened to cross paths with uh, Cass and Enzo. Enzo at WrestleCon. Uh, he had his own um, autograph booth. Boy, you know, it's weird. We're the same height. And I, uh, not to brag, but, you know... I'm more of a certified G, but you know, it's not a different story from a different time, right? Uh, I saw Victoria. I <clears> haven't <throat> seen the Rock and Roll Express. They were busy. I did, I did see one of my childhood heroes. Now, some may say this is awkward or odd, but knowing me, if Bobby Heenan was still alive, but 
Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Oh wow! And he, yes, I I'm so happy. And uh, unfortunately, though, I did not take a picture with Ted. I I think he moved uh, stations, and uh, unfortunately, I did not take a picture with Christian either. But I did get a picture with Lita, and I did get a picture with Billy Gunn, as uh, most of you saw on Facebook. And it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. You know, Billy is a very, very nice guy. I was trying to get to the Rock and Roll Express Granny, but they kept moving tables. So, and Hacksaw waved hello. That was the funny part. He goes, well, hi. And he patted me on the back. You know, he's a big old guy, I tell you. Yes, big, he is. Big, very big guy, but good heart, man. Hacksaw's an amazing very dude. Very good heart. I did happen. Yes, I, I shook hands with Jake the Snake. I actually shook Kajiri's hand, which I was worried he was going to spray mist in my face. But uh, I um, I actually got the privilege of meeting the great Muda and Queen. I um, I took I never taken the uh, faraway Rockaway Express Grand. It's a bus. It's like a bus train thing. It's a fancier version of the subway, folks. It only goes three stops, but. I ain't never been on one of those things, and probably eh, it was only eight bucks. But it's like, wow, I didn't know the fancy part going to JFK. That's all it really is. Anyways, I got up there, and all I can tell you is the venue smelled like sharing is caring. So <laughs> that's all I'm gonna reference that to. It smelled like fucking weed there, and I don't care what you do. Just don't blow it in my face. It's too much of the. Too much of the smell makes me a little sick. But anyways, Granny, um, I, I will say I, I bumped into Bully Ray. That was cool. I bumped into him on 47th. He was, you know, I didn't say hello or stop him, but I just walked by and he waved hello. So that was nice. Um, I I think I saw the Miz outside of the Marriott. I'm not sure. Probably was because he had his hood up and didn't want to be bothered. So I left that alone. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so let's talk about the weekend, shall we? Oh, Granny, WrestleMania was over five hours long. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was long. The, if you count the kickoff show, that's roughly almost seven hours. The good old B-Train went from 41st and Port Authority to um, a coach line. It's $7 both ways, so 14 total. Which ain't bad because it takes you to the stadium. Anyway, so there's that. And the, basically what happened was I went there to MetLife Granny, and then I talked to a bunch of people, went in the stadium, got some food, went all the way to my seat because so, I was like nervous because I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to be sitting in the nosebleeds now. I sat right where the pyro was. So if I'm half deaf, Granny, it's okay. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you had an amazing time, my friend. I wish you was with me because you'd have had a blast. Like, you lost your voice, and then I could get one of those mimic boys that say, Granny loves the Raiders. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, 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 and also, also, Anthony wanted me to tell you this. That uh-huh. you all were going to get me a 
jersey that had the Yankees on the front and the Raiders on the back, and I said, well, I'll give it to you. And he says, no can do, Granny Villain, because it's going to have the name Granny Villain on it. And I said, well, I'll use it as a dart. Yeah, flame retardant, flame (laughs) retardant, so I couldn't burn it. And I said, well, I'll use it as a dartboard. He says, you will do no such thing, Granny Villain. And I said, well, I said, you know, I I, I said, I don't know about you guys. I said, you know, this is just not right here, you know, just not Uh right at all. So I I, I knew you were going to get a big kick out of that, so... Basically, I, I did get a big kick out of it, but it's just basically like, you know, I, I'm reading some of this stuff from the fans. They're like, did you uh, get a glimpse of who? I was like, guys, I'm not on that subject anymore. Please, I want to talk about WrestleMania. The fact that Charlotte did a tribute to her father, Granny, with the helicopter and stuff, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was. <clears throat> um, that was really I, awesome. You know, I... I, I enjoyed like the women's uh although the iconics as the phrase the old phrase in wrestling goes, they stole one. Yeah, I wasn't and, too happy when the iconics won that match, but you know because we'll never we'll never hear them live it down. I mean they're gonna be Oh, look what we did, you know and as Corey Graves said, we're never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, you're right. Because I mean, they That's spent right. 15 years together. They spent 15 years together, folks. I, ironically, I want to say that the Iconics didn't deserve that championship, you know, because it was Beth Phoenix who did all the work. That's right. Literally, you know, the glam bomb from up top, you know, she had one, two, and she kicked out, or not kicked out, but she got thrown out of the league by whoever the league. I don't even think. If it was a tornado tag match, I don't think the iconics um, had to be in the ring. I don't, I don't know who was legal, Granny. I don't know. That's kind of de- a debatable match as well as the fact that people were saying that Becky really didn't pin Ronda her shoulders or not to the mat. I said I don't care. <coughs> All I'm going to tell you is I'm happy with the result, despite the fact that Samoa Joe uh, and Rey Mysterio could have been better. I don't care. Like I said. I'm just happy that we got what we wanted, and that is that's right. Kofi, Kofi, Becky. Uh, there's seven. They said, Granny, that's a record. WrestleMania record. Seven championships changed hands. So, yes. point in juncture. Um, if you're complaining about a show, complain within reason. Don't complain just to complain. Because if you're one of those. Me and Granny will say, see you back of the line. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to, you know, think about you. Just be happy for once. For once. You know you have, like, Ring of Honor and all the other stuff to look at stuff, and that's, you know, whatever fandom you choose. But please understand, like, I, I said this, Granny, to all the fans, and they were really cool. Of course, you know, like, we, we have cool people. Everywhere has cool people. But um, they said, you know, like, what did you think? I was like, well, wrestling is wrestling. If you love wrestling, just watch whatever makes you happy. That's all I'm going to say. If you go through your entire life complaining about, well, that was a botch, of oh, you see where he botched here, oh, he's completely over, he's not getting a push, blah, 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 shut the fuck up, sit the fuck down, and watch the goddamn show without complaining, please. Because it gets old. And for once, Granny, 
I was completely satisfied with the show because it's like if they don't give me what I want, at least I know I can say I've been to eight WrestleManias and I can say I, you know, hey, we didn't get what we wanted, but it's still a show, it's still entertainment, and I can choose any wrestling to go by, go off of. Because that's my choice as a fan. So if, if you're, you know, if you were here on the weekend and you watched G1 Supercard at the Garden, cool. If you were here on the weekend and you just strictly watched WWE, again, cool. I don't care. So don't come to me and complain. Why did you think that, you know, her shoulders were not on the mat? I said, this happened after the show. I said to the kid, I said, look, man, I'm not a referee. I'm not a booker, but Jesus Christ, Becky was knocking on the door. And she was really, really over with the fans. And it would have been uh, retarded not to go with that choice. And I even said it, Granny, did I not? Before WrestleMania even That's began, right. they, need to, they need to put the strap on Becky because she's white hot. That's right. And if you don't, you're going to be sorely regretting it as you lose interest in the women's division because if you give it or leave it on someone like Ronda, if you leave it on someone that doesn't have <clears throat> any recollection of what the fans are about, then you're missing the boat and you're not giving what wrestling gives and that's supposed to give the fans a good show. And I also remember telling you that if Lesnar wins, I will uh, I just will lose interest in uh, Monday Night Raw altogether. Boy, my faith got restored in that show. Yep. Hey, uh, it was highly, not just highly interesting, but you got Undertaker returning. You had Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston facing one-on-one, except for Sheamus and Cesaro had the room. I, I believe that the Superstar Shake-Up is in a week. And so yep, next Monday night. Are, speaking of return, Sami Zayn return, and Big Shocker, you know, turns on the audience because, like, for nine months, he really did miss me. He's like, I'm happy and content with who I am. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short. And his name's like, but Granny, one thing confused me. Bailey grabbed the <clears throat> middle rope. She grabbed the middle rope during Alexa Bliss and hers match. I'm not understanding that logic. I really am not. <laughs> I'm not either. I just thought to myself, is she serious with that? I guess I guess she is. Um, and Lacey Evans attacking the man. I don't think that's wise because her finish you know, the women's right. Like, she tried to walk away and just think she's going to get the best of Becky Lynch. Like, honestly, woman, really? That's one thing I don't understand is why is it Lacey Evans, who's done nothing for the last four weeks, <laughs> or last, God, she's been just walking and prancing around, you know, saying, look at me, this is the 1950s style, blah, yada, Betty Boop. Um <clears throat> She just walked in, look at me, look at me, I can bounce. I have heels, look at me. And then she decides to throw a punch at someone who went through war with two other women who wanted to tear Becky's head off. Granny, I'm not understanding some of the logic, but I am, you know, I'm going to say I'm not complaining because, hey, Becky Lynch won the championship. That means she'd be a both part of Raw and SmackDown Live. Kind of like how Chris Jericho was a part of, hmm, interesting. She beat 
an eight-time women's champion. She beat a former, whatever, undefeated streak, formerly undefeated streak, uh, Ronda Rousey. The question is, <laughs> can the man withstand all the, you know, she goes, I realize I'm a target, a woman with a target on her back. But she said that's not going to stop the man from fighting day in and day out. So That's very true. Goodness. Yeah. So, Aaron, folks, uh, as I was saying, continue on, I'm getting messages. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, we got one that said, do you think Becky can maintain against the likes of Oscar and Vermoon? I said, well, dude, she welcomes competition. It's not like she said she's going to stop. Why would she? She's a fighting champion, just like Seth Rollins is a fighting champion. And Kofi Kingston is a fighting. Thank God, Granny. We now have a champion. Did you hear what we were chanting at Barclays? Full-time champion. Yes. Yes. I just want to personally say thank you. Thank you, Seth Rollins. You are the man. Thank you, Seth Rollins. Yes, Granny. Granny's like, I was so happy. I was like, thank you, Seth Rollins, for what you did. (laughs) I loved it. Thank you. You are a beautiful man for doing what you did. Oh, Granny, I also, you know, I'm going to take a picture of the merch that I got later, but I got these nice little warm WrestleMania texting gloves at the WWE Superstore, and they're only, let's see here, $10? Yeah, $10, folks. $10 for these lovely, warm texting gloves, because it is cold as a mother out here at Coney Island. And yes, B-Train is crazy enough to it's do. 80, it's 81 degrees today in Arkansas, so, and the sun is shining. Maybe you get the, maybe we'll get the heat wave next week. You know how weather is, Granny. Um, oh, Yes. Especially, especially New York, it looks like freaking March again out here. Okay. <laughs> we're only in April, we're only in April, folks. It's Easter, you know, and uh, it gave me a nice little souvenir bag to go with it. I didn't want it, but they gave it to me anyways. Um, so here's the thing. Whew. I was so elated when not only those three won the championship with Kofi, Becky, but I was more so happy, Granny, because how often – is, you know, a pay-per-view with so many champions, you know, at a time, you know, you don't see that that often. Some may say, well, Ring of Honor had this and Wrestling Revolver had that. I said, well, you know, each flavor of ice cream is different. Whatever you choose is whatever you choose. Um, uh, one person just asked, if I'm reading correctly, it says, do you think there's, there was another addition, Granny, from, uh, I can't pronounce his name, but at NXT New York, he's been added to the roster. Hunter and everyone else, the talent scouts, have an affinity from people around the world. You do, you folks do realize they have, you know, a performance center in India, right? They also, um, I don't know, Granny, they probably, yes, yes, they do. They have a performance center in the U.K., which Eugenia just popped in as soon as I said that. Hi, Eugenia, what's up? Hi, Eugenia. She's like... So, Granny, she goes, if she ever wants to go for fish and chips, uh, she says, Granny can be my plus one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. She says, fish, chips, vinegar, and, uh, you know, some light lemonade. And I said, what are you the light? 
Oh, she's typing now. She goes, light because I'm very lighthearted and I like laughter. Ah. Uh. I, I love this woman. She's great. She said, she goes, I was so happy WrestleMania fell over in my chair. Eugenia, quit doing that. Yeah, we don't want you to hurt yourself, Eugenia. Now, you be, <laughs> she goes, oh, I'm fine. She goes, I used to play football in my youth, but she goes, one bad leg didn't appreciate me the next morning as it was saying, ow, ow, thank you, Mom, for making me sweat. I, <laughs> okay, all right, we got more information than we needed, Eugenia. Holy freaking cracks. I've been out here for 42 minutes in the cold, and like I said, it does feel like March, folks, but that's that. So, on Russell Radio Network, let me just tell you, I'm so elated to test out my new microphone later on in the week as I start my new job. I train, you know, and I luckily got vacation from them. They, they're cool. There's some people that really like professional wrestling in my job, which makes life so much easier, right? Most <laughs> definitely. And, yeah, because as Abel Granny to see my, as I call him, my older brother, I, uh, we spoke, you know, what went on, you know, after Hall of Fame. <clears throat> I told him, I was like, well, it wasn't so much the point of that. I said, I'm happy that I went to Con, and the funny story is when I tried to um, go back to the hotel that was where WrestleCon was the next day, Granny, I bumped into one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wrestlers. And let's see, Chris Masters, uh, I want to say, yeah, MVP, Boat Area, Bully Ray, uh, JT Davidson. I did not say hello to them because they looked like they were in a hurry and I don't do that shit. But here's what I'm going to say. I had a blast trying to get around the parade, Granny, because there's a bunch of, you know, people that I recognize and said hello to. Uh, like I said, Bully Ray winked and said hello, and then he walked on. Uh, when I got in the venue, I believe that was the day that I got Leah and Trish. It's so weird because, like I said, it's like going up to someone that you idolized growing up in middle school and also high school, which probably makes Leah feel really old, which you're not. You look like the fountain of youth. So she's like, so where, she's like, am I going to bring it in close? Or am I going to cuddle? What do you want? And I was kind of confused when she said that. I was like, oh, she goes, you're a shy one, aren't you? And I said, I don't know. Maybe you should ask. <laughs> I said, me, shy? I was like, nice try, honey. And she goes, oh. I said, no, I'm not one of those, but, you know. I told her, I said, I ha- I'm very vocal about a lot of things, and one of the things is, and she goes, what's that? And I said, if you give us a good show. That's all I really care about as a fan. That's all I really, truly care about. So if you give us a good show, and not just me, I'm cool. And she she smiled and said, I like you. <laughs> and she said, come here and get this picture. And so I took the picture, and that's the pic that you all saw. So that was a cool experience. And then uh, the funny thing, Granny, at the ATM at uh, WrestleCon, it's one of those old-fashioned ATMs where if you don't close the uh, close the the cover where the money comes out, it's going to shoot out like it's a parade shooting out money, or, you know, those floats or whatever. And it's funny. So I bent wow. down and put the cover down. And I, I bent down like a catcher and was like, the guy said, I'm going to lose my shit. He go, I go, why? I'm just, you know, 
doing the normal, regular thing, just doing the best not to laugh my ass off at the dumbasses who don't close the freaking gate. Wow. I mean, it was it was a fun experience, but at the same time, um, you know, you see some familiar faces. Like I saw a gentleman by the name of James Biggs, really nice guy from Regret Wrestling, and he asked me how I was having my experience, and I said, you know, it's a lot of fun, James. So James, I believe, leaves or leaves lives in Las Vegas, but he's from Kansas City. He has a promotion called uh, Regret Wrestling, and uh, it's. He had a lot of fans come up and say, I've watched Regret Wrestling since, well, I don't know, way back when. And it was all the way from Vermont. So that was a cool experience to see interaction with the fans as well. And, Granny, I didn't know this. They have a trading card game that you can pretend to be a wrestling promoter, and it's like a card game, and you book two wrestlers at a time versus the other person's two cards, and you say, you know, which one's the most popular and which one's not. So it's kind of like... I forget which two games they combined. But it was really neat seeing all these things at WrestleCon. So there, you know, that experience was kind of eye-opening and also very uh, much of a learning experience, not learning experience, but a um, experience altogether, again. Wow. I mean, you know, uh, I don't think Rob Conway, yeah, Rob Conway was there this year, but Chris Masters wasn't he? He, like I said, um, I got to be up close and personal with Crime Time. They were cool. They uh, they asked me how how's it going. I said, uh, you know, just uh, living the dream. And they said they started laughing because I was like, yeah, I know, I know, I I have that effect on people. And they said, well, are you waiting for Ted? And I said, yeah. He's like, he's over here. And then right when I get up close to him, I think Ted went on a break or something, Granny. But uh, like I said, it was a fun experience there. Then Saturday, well, let's see. Yeah, Saturday was more of uh, me going around like a chicken with his head cut off. So there was a Friday NXT takeover. Saturday was Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, folks, that was the incident that happened, and I'm not going to dwell on it any more than I should. Then I had uh, Sunday at WrestleMania, which I wish Granny and others could have joined me because it would have been a lot more fun experience being with friends. Um, overall, Granny, I'm so blessed to you know, attend all these wrestling events and just have a good time, especially at MetLife Stadium because 82,000 people, that's about three, you know, 3,900 more than they had for the first time at Mania 29. So you know mm-hmm. they're doing something right, folks. They must be doing something right. So where were your seats at, B-Train, when you were at WrestleMania? I'm just curious, you know. I was sitting at Section 106. It was behind the, you know, where the video board was, the Tron. Mm-hmm. See, I... I was right up in close to person where that camera bay where Miz and Shane were when Miz suplexed uh, Shane off the top. So oh, wow. Camera bay, folks. Yeah, because Shane's nuts, dude. His call, you know, I love Shane to pieces, dude, but please retire. You're going to kill yourself if not, you know, that helicopter. That I'm, I'm glad you're alive, dude. I'm just saying, like, please be careful. We love you. <laughs> but it's like... You're risking life and limb when you take a suplex off the top. He could have easily gotten electrocuted. Um, but that's Shane for you. He loves to take risks, and that's what he does. And uh, Miz's father, why 
Why, George, why? <laughs> why would you get in the ring? <laughs> I love him to death, you know. I mean, granted, uh, granted, okay, I know, you know, he was protecting his son. I get that. You're a parent. You want to protect your child. But, sir, you have no business being in that ring. You could you could have gotten really injured. I mean, I just found it funny. Did you see the Hall of Fame granny when Miz was doing the you know camera back and forth? Oh, that was great. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. Was yeah, that was funny. That was funny. That was so funny because even Shane was trying hard not to laugh. <laughs> I know he was. Because you, know, you know his wife was laughing, so they focused the camera back on Miz, and they did. He did the little joke about the kiss cam thing, and I thought it was great where they zoomed in, and Maurice was even laughing at him like, you goofball, you know. <laughs> Which, you know, fans, it's great when you have fun in wrestling. Um, there's that moment at Hall of Fame that stood out, but uh, also, you know, at WrestleMania, the matches that I have not focused yet on, a lot of people were speculating, Granny, that New Day would turn on Kofi or Kofi would turn on New Day because it's, you know, I don't know, folks, when that timeline is. So if you're asking me on Instagram, you can stop because I like I'm not a part of the booking team. If you're asking, but I think opinion-wise, this is what I'm going to tell you: whatever they decide to do, it has to be finalized by Vince. He oversees most of the stuff that he does. You know that you present to him. So if New Day was to turn on Kofi, let me answer that question. I say no because, and this is just my opinion, if Kofi was to turn on them, then where is Big E and Xavier going to be placed? That's, that's kind right. of unfair to them. Like, that's that's right. like saying, okay, when Hogan, Nash, and Hall were in, in the NWO, you want Nash and Hall to turn on Hogan, then history never would have been made. You see what I'm saying? Okay, now we get this. That's right. But, yeah, I mean, Granny, it was great. I mean, the film when Kofi's kids went in the ring after he won the championship from the new Danny Brunt, and thank God, the hemp title is gone. <laughs> That's right. <sighs> the plastic, um, or plastic, the wooden championship that I could got, you know, sawed out of a hotel desk. Uh, sorry, but that's just my personal opinion on that whole matter. Is is ridiculous. I'm like, dude, why, why change it? So, you know, it's whatever you you want to do. It's however you want to look oh, at it. Oh, I, I wanted um, to I wanted to share with you really quick too, Big Train. Um, Anthony will be moving next week back to Springdale. We have his move out date, his move in date, so. Granny excited, gets to be granny? supervisor. Well, yes, because Granny gets to be supervisor because Granny's not moving no furniture. So I'm going to let all those big, <laughs> strong guys that's coming to help him move his furniture. I'm just going to supervise, you know. So, yes, but um, next week sometime will be the big move for Anthony. So he will be closer to us. And I think it will be a better better. Um, you know, better, better thing for him. So, and you know, Granny, here's the thing. Like, uh, I, I think you know, he's, you know, 
they always say, folks, moves are a good thing for people. It means new, new atmosphere, new auras, new good vibes, new, new, new memories to be created. Um, I'm sure his dog Logan will be happy. You know. And Mysterio. And, and Mysterio. Mysterio, for that matter. Yes, and and, and Granny will and Granny and Granny will be getting lots and lots and lots more grief because not only do I get it from my husband, but I get it from my son. <laughs> but when I have yeah. the two together, Granny doesn't stand okay. a chance. <laughs> but we love our Granny because you know she's a very nice, uh, very nice lady. And like <clears> I said, I wish she were I wish she were here with me in New York and enjoying the. Maybe not the cold, but the the atmosphere of WrestleMania and how positive it was. You know, folks, for the first time in forever, I'm not angry. I'm not spouting off a long-winded rant about what I didn't like and what I didn't appreciate because here's the thing. When you watch professional wrestling, yes, there's going to be ups and downs. And WWE may realize that AEW and all the Ring of Honor, they're putting a show, what we call a show, together. So... If you know, if WrestleMania was any indication that things are about to change, I can only tell you, folks, it's gotten better with the new influx of new writers. And in what Vince does or doesn't do, that's none of your business. Okay, he owns that's the company right. for over thirty over thirty years. You got to. I, I disagree, Granny, with some of the things that he's done, money wise. But decision wise, the, the the intentions are good, but. You know, sometimes it makes you go, oh, shit, you know, what's going to happen? I was surprised, Granny, that Undertaker, speaking of surprises, The Undertaker? Yes, I, last I, night. You know, I was like, wow, we, they really the ne- I, I thought it was kind of. I thought it was kind of funny when he says the next man that, or the next person that, or next man that interrupts me is going to be a dead man. And all of a sudden, gong, gong. <laughs> I thought, and I might, I thought the roof was going to cave in. <laughs> at Barclays Center, it was full. Of course, you know, the Raw and SmackDown lives are It's always cool. I, I walked by there. My roommates went, the bastards. <laughs> they went to the whole experience of getting the tickets. I only got three of the five tickets because those are expensive. Granny, I don't have that much money. You know how much money I spent, Granny, on WrestleMania? I have no idea. So we can all together, drum drum roll, please, <laughs> which I don't have those sound effects, but I will get those later. All right, symbol setting. Okay, folks, if you want to go to WrestleMania by yourself, just a fair warning. Of course, the money I spent was at the merch table for my friends and whatnot. Total of $2,296. Wow. You wanna you wanna say that people don't spend money at at events? Well, let me tell you, people are well, you should be saving that money. You have money to go here, but why can't you go here? Again, <laughs> it's money that I earn, money that I work for, money that I spent, and money that I did really, really want to spend on. Rest. Especially, I finally granted got me a North American Championship belt. I got me some T-shirts, DX Hall of Fame. I got Heart Foundation. Uh, for my brother Kurt, I got you know Seth Rollins Beast Slayer shirt. I have, um, let's see here. I got, I got <clears throat> an NXT Takeover New York shirt. We were here, so 
a very awesome black and white T-shirt with the Liberty Torch on the front, and it says we are NXT on the back. We were here 2019, April. Let's see here. It was Friday. So. <sighs> All right, folks. I'm going to get out of this cold and into the comfort of my own home so I can eat a nice dinner with my aunt. I was just chilling or relaxing. I was hoping that it would be nicer weather at Coney Island this day. I was wrong, but it's okay. I had a good time speaking with Granny. So if you didn't like the good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Oh, wait, that didn't have much muster to it. Forget about it. See what the cold's doing to me, damn it. All right, and Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Hulkster had to say, what you going to do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you? Give us nice weather, damn it. Toodles, bitches, I got to eat. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The Personality, the cult of personality.